Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Kalani is about to come on and just blow your mind to give you the highest return on life. Yeah, investment, yes. Life, even more important. This dude has accomplished a lot in his lifetime, and you definitely want to stay, stay tuned. It's going to be a powerful interview. Before that, I'm talking to you. You're becoming your greatest possible self. I want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for choosing to show up and take every step that you can, every single day, to take one step at a time to be the best version of yourself you can be. Thank you for being here. Next up is the iTunes review of the week, and this week it's by mdavis777. Very inspirational and educational. This is the podcast to listen to if you're looking for both inspiration and education on a variety of topics to help you be the best you you can be. mdavis777, thank you so much for that review. We appreciate you so much. If you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream marathon podcast with the review of the week. Go to BeerGPS.com forward slash iTunes or search Greatest Possible Self on the Apple Podcast Store. Thank you for doing that. And while you're there, subscribe so you can get all the latest episodes and updates. I'm going to introduce Kalani in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. This is going to be a powerful interview. This dude is like ignited and you, you can feel it in the energy. His conversations are so powerful. This dude's just so freaking blissed out of his mind. Stay tuned. This is going to be a powerful interview. Kalani Vali. By the time he was six, he had been recruited into the infamous gang, the Chicago Dragons. His amazing journey includes escaping gang life, being a top producing commercial real estate agent, and buying his first shopping center at the age of 23. It's freaking nuts, man. He moved on to become the number one corporate trainer for Anthony Robbins and spoke on peak performance and success. His clients included American Express, Colonial Insurance, Smith Barney, Remax, Century 21, and BMW. And currently, Kalani is the president and CEO of Team 212 Inc. With over 300 clients and over $50 million under his management, having helped hundreds of people increase their ROI, he felt there was a silent hole missing in many of their conversations. Later on, he realized what this gap was. It was return on life. There are plenty of stories of unhappy, wealthy people, rotten kids and personal conflicts, health issues and trauma. And in his book, he shares the relationship between money and the things that truly matter to us all, life. He discusses the seven life funds you have to invest in so that you can live a life of passion, and purpose. And that is just the tip of the iceberg with this epic human being, Kalani. Are you ready to bring it, bro? Yes. Bring yes. it. We are we are live on Become Your Greatest Possible Self, my man. Thank you for being here, Kalani. Let's dive right in. The theme of today is patterns of transformation. What does awesome. that mean for you, bro? Yes. So how you doing, Chris? Glad yeah, to I'm, be here, man. I'm blessed, dude. We're we're just yes. we're diving right in. We're unleashing, baby. <laughs> Great, great, great. So, so let's, let's start. Let's get going. We're, we're in it, man. We're in it. The theme today is patterns of transformation. What does that mean for you? Oh, for me, pattern transformation. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, pattern of transformation. That's, uh, 
that's one thing I like. I love to do when I'm speaking on stage. I want to make sure that as I speak, I use the correct words to transform the audience into a new pattern of mm. me behaving. Because one of the things I like to do, because people always focus on return on investment, which is ROI, right. returns on their money. But people don't realize everyone has their specific life funds. Mm. If you're married, your spouse is an actual fund that you should invest in, right? Right. If you invest in that fund, that fund's gonna go bankrupt. If you have kids, you invest in that fund. Yeah. If you're faith, you're gonna have invest in that fund. All too often, I find people with you know not very good patterns. Mm. So the patterns of transformation could be also negative if you're doing the wrong things. Like you know, I I know people that have very they have they, they work all the time. They're in great shape, but financially they're broke. Mm. I know other people who are who are you know they're they were they have their wealth beyond means, but their health is not good at all. Yeah. I mean, what's the use of having all this money if you can't even spend it? Mm. And that's, unfortunately, a lot of my clients are like that. They're worth millions of dollars and they have not taken care of themselves. They just focus on working, working, working. And, you know, and so I have a client right now who's worth over $100 million and, you know, she's, she's, she's alone. Mm. And so it's like you focused on, she didn't really invest in her friend's fund. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's where the pattern transformation. So you, you got to really see. You, most of you guys on this, you're listening, you are wealthy. Mm-hmm. If you just look at one of your life funds, a financial fund, of course, you're going to compare. Right. And that's really not a good place to be to compare yourself to others. But if you look at your, what do you really have? There's a lot of other things you're actually successful at. So mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I really look at. Dude, I love it. I love it. So you're, you're being successful with finances, with investing, helping your clients. You're also, you coach for Tony Robbins. You're doing so, so much like yes. in, in the world today, man. Let's go back into the journey and talk about what were some of those biggest lessons and, and things that you picked up along the journey to get to where we are today, man. You know, it's interesting because I talk about, uh, you know, I came to the mainland USA when I was like two and a half years old uh-huh. and I moved into that. We, we moved right next, it was a duplex mm-hmm. right next to the housing projects in Chicago. And it was interesting. I mean, you definitely knew you were not in a good area. But the craziest thing is you didn't know you were different. You didn't right. know you were not safe because mm-hmm. you had so many people to like to protect you. And, you know, you, you're in a, you, we had two parts of the game. There was a, people who were 14 years and older, mm-hmm. like the, the dragons. Right. It's like a Puerto Rican gang. And if you're 13 and younger, you're actually called the Pee Wee Dragons, right? Oh my God. So, yeah, it's so crazy. And believe it or not, gangs actually have a hierarchy. They have leadership. Unbelievable. And the struggle of the leadership, you actually hit the, the gang grows and they stay in line. And that was my first exposure to actually leadership. Right. I, I always say, I always like to joke around, if I stayed in Chicago, either two things, I'd either be dead in jail or three things, dead, jail, or I'm actually the leader of the gang. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so the journey is, and that's that's what I realized now, Chris, that, would, that drove me to success. Yeah. Because I knew, I knew at a very early age we were poor. Mm. And then coming here to California, again, going from Chicago to California, I came to California in the fifth grade. Wow. There's so much abundance here. Mm. And when you don't have abundance, you know you're poor, mm. right? So I realized looking back, that drove me to have super ambition. Mm. And I always thought that if I was successful, you know, I never really fit in life. So I, I developed an early thought pattern. Uh, I thought that if you if you had money, if you were successful, people would like you. Mm-hmm. Now, interesting enough, as I grew, grew up, Chris, money, it wasn't money that became my God. It was actually 
the 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 way you look, you know, outside. Yeah. If you look, you know, if you're rich, you had money, you had like things, yeah. material things, you know, yeah. people like you. And it's very unfortunately, right? You have to realize that, you know, when when you have the things, friends are there. The the real when you don't have the things, the real friends will show up. And so going back to the journey, yeah, at an early age, I learned, I learned, I developed some bad habits where even though I was successful, I had my value and my opinion in your head. Mm-hmm. Not a good way to live. Mm-hmm. So Chris, you know, back in 2009, very successful, had several offices, a lot of financial times working for me. I had to file bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. And so that was probably the hardest thing I had to go over, to, to go through, but it was the best thing. Because I was stripped of my pride and ego. And I realized I don't need, you don't need to be wealthy to have good friends and good relationships because I was not investing in my friends. Mm. You know? I was not investing in my family. I was a single dad. I became a single dad, right? I was not investing correctly because why? I was so focused on, you know, just becoming successful. And I only would hang around with you if you were successful. Right. Okay. Right. So. Yeah, so that's going back way back then. Yeah, that's, that's powerful, man. So I, I hear you really got the lesson of um, like what what other people think of you. It's not not doesn't matter, right? Your self, yeah. your self image, your self worth. Being able to go to sleep uh, without you know with yourself every night and ask yourself, how did you do? How did you show up? That was important. But also, you got to see the litmus test of who's really a friend. Who who. Who have you really invested into and who actually cares about you? And that was when you, you had to file bankruptcy and like, you know, it was like this moment where everything was gone except for the the, the things that were the deepest roots which yeah. were your friends and your relationships, man. And I became such a better dad at that time because wow. I was home more often. Mm-hmm. And, and that was one of the things that would actually tear me apart because as you know, you're building a business and you know, I'm, with my, I'm out there building a business, and but I want to be home with my kids. Yeah. I have twins, mm. a boy and a girl. And when I'm home, I want to be outside, you know, killing the business. So it's always so torn. But when I actually was able, when I was not able to afford my image anymore, mm. I was finally able to really be at peace yeah. and realize, you know what? Relationships, investing in my kids, investing in my parents, investing in my friends. And Chris, I had one friend that was with me that whole time one friend that showed up and just was there to nurture me if it wasn't for her i don't think i'd be here today and it's funny it's interesting how the, the real friends show up at your direst needs and her name was ruby ruby antenna and i'm telling you without her i mean i owe so much to her that she just poured her life into me and and then i, I contacted another friend of mine that had, had taught lost us for two years he's becoming close again and every every friday she would take me to this place called the healing room <laughs> where I would get prayer every Friday. Yes. Chris, for two years, I went every Friday and little by little, I started getting my confidence back. Mm-hmm. Started getting my soul back. Started getting, started getting my, my stamina, my ambition back because man, I had lost a lot of it because I valued my self-worth on the money that I had and the money that I was making. You know, when you go from half a million dollars to 50,000 a year, it, it, it really messes you up. But it's, it's, it's just not, it's just stuff on paper. But I realized when I had nothing is when I was most happiest. Isn't it interesting? I had more peace. Very interesting, right? How did you, how do you keep that peace when you build, built the wealth back up again? Like, how did you make sure that you 
kept that foundation strong so that you're fulfilled and not concerned with the external stuff? It took it took a good took took a good two years to finally really destroy that pride and ego inside of me. And and I, it's interesting because the journey wasn't easy going back up to building wealth again because I was actually afraid of wealth. I was afraid of actually being on stage again because of all the attention I would have got. I was afraid of getting becoming that person that I was. Mm-hmm. And luckily, my best friend today is Vivian. Is Vivian, and I was I was telling her, you know, Vivian, I'm, I'm I'm afraid to actually go back on stage and build this business again because I don't want to become a person that I was before. Mm-hmm. And she said something so amazing she says well Kalani you're not that person anymore mm-hmm. but at that moment in time I forgave myself Chris mm-hmm. it wasn't until I forgave myself and stopped judging myself that I was able to be free so even though now because before the image of the money had a hold of me today it doesn't mm-hmm. and that was the biggest thing and so once you're able to let go of that you can actually build wealth and not have it on you and you can also remember because I don't I don't ever want to go through that again and so I, th- I make it a point to really build that transformation where you focus. I call it the million dollar sequence, mm. million dollar life sequence where you invest in your faith. Mm. You're married, you invest in your spouse, then you invest in your kids, then you invest in your business, then you invest in your friends. It's, you know, it's, it's all how you invest in the correct sequence. You can actually have everything. You can have every life fund fully, fully funded. Mm-hmm. That's where we all want to be, yeah. right? Yeah. We want to have our, well, we want to have our, our our spouse fund funded. We want to have our, you know, our kid fund funded. We want to have our our our, our higher power fund funded. We want to have everything funded, right? Because you can do it. Right. You can do it, right? If you're conscious of it, you can do it. Yeah. So that's is that understanding what activities, behaviors drive the fund to increase? Like, how do how does someone know? Like which fund needs the intention and how to how to give it the attention it needs. The one thing I learned when I was with Tony Robbins, we actually learned because we were required to do two motivational speeches a day. Uh-huh. So and I was crazy. I was intense, I four, yeah, I was doing four or five a day. I was crazy. I just basically <laughs> tried to be number one, right? And so, but what we would do, we would actually live our life in two in two week chunks. Mm. And so he would always be big on chunking your schedule, and so we wanted to make sure. Every for, for every two weeks, we'd always have a full schedule. Because we only made money by actually selling tickets to. The, we would go and speak, right? And as we speak, we sell tickets at the end of the, and then we make money commission on the yep. tickets we sold. And the better speaker you are, the better closer you are. You actually sell more tickets, right? Because you get you, you you people in the audience have, you you become experts in creating emotions where they want to attend the event, yeah. right? Because they're going to see value in it. And so where and then. Uh, I'd always make sure that for two weeks my schedule was booked. And so now, let's say I thought tomorrow's going to be Thursday. Let's say I had a, had a cancellation tomorrow at 10 o'clock. I would call my next Thursday appointment at 10 o'clock and move it up. So I always have one week full schedule, right? And so what, I, what that taught me is if you can think on paper, really schedule your life, schedule the times to invest in your spouse. It doesn't really take much, Chris. You know, one of the things that I realized, people don't realize in terms of investing, if a 2%, let's take a 401k, mm-hmm. for example, right? If a 401k, people don't realize this, in, in most 401ks, they have what's called a hidden fees. Right. right. Now, if you don't believe me, go to YouTube and look up 401k hidden fees. It'll be all kinds of things. Even 
60 minutes did actually under recover report on the hidden fee six of 401ks. Wow. But what I'd like to give you an analogy, for example, a 2% fee, mm -hmm. 2% fee wipes out 60% of your performance. Wow. 60%, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you, what I like to do is if you look at this, if you take the hours of the week, right? If you break it down, how many hours do you have a week? If you break down how many minutes you have, mm. if you take 2% of, you, of your weekly minutes is actually about 220 minutes. Wow. So you think about this, if you just, if you want a 60% rate of return higher on your health, can you invest maybe 220 minutes a week to your health? That's 2% of your time. That's it. If you think of it that way, it's very simple. Right. If you think it's it's 220 minutes, is really what? What is that? It's like you can go to the gym. You know, you can. If what I like to do is chunk it. If you can invest 220 minutes every two weeks, hmm. what's that come out to? That's like you work out three hours. I mean, three times nine minutes a week, 30 minutes a week. Yeah. Right. So you can do the same thing with your spouse. Can you invest? Can you do date night? How about hmm. your kid? Invest that two percent every single week. It doesn't take much to create a million dollar life. It doesn't. It doesn't take much to fully fund your, your life fund. It doesn't. People think, oh, I got to spend two hours here, three hours there. No. You have to have the intention of fully being present when you do invest that time into your best friend, into your, and then how about, if, how about your passion? I have a fund that's called the heart fund. What's in your heart, right? Your, what's your PPC, your purpose, passion, calling? Mm -hmm. What's that thing that God put in your heart to be successful at? Right? Maybe you might be working that, you know, 40 hours a week, but can you invest your 2% a week into you that purpose, that passion? Yeah. Can you invest, you know, your, 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 200, your 202 minutes a week into your pack every single week? And boom, before you know it, you're doing what you love to do and making money from it, right? Yeah. yeah. Just got to get started. It's like the side hustle mentality, you know? It's like, you, uh, I think I don't know who made it popular, but I think Gary Gary V talks about you have the first nine to five, and then you have the second five to nine. You know, from, from yes. five to nine p.m. Like yeah. that's that's the next block of time where what you do in that shapes and, and determines your destiny. You know, I think that's so yes. power, so powerful that's to recognize true. that. Yeah, what you do from nine to five pays your bills. What you do from from five to nine creates creates wealth. Yes. Yes. I love it. Come on, I'm, I'm curious. I had a question. Um, I know that there's a lot of a lot of connections today with social media, and even as a business owner, our objective is to be seeking, creating new new leads, new clients, new opportunities for us. How do we know like where to invest our time in building relationships with friends, and like how much time to spend there? Because like ideally, we would spend an hour a week with every single person who we ever meet. You know, how do how did you? be successful at that or what would you recommend around that well that, that's uh, that's a great question because if you, if you take my life for example mm -hmm. right you i have with i can count my hands the two or three people that are really invest in my life mm -hmm. these are the people that uh that i i that i hang around with all the time yep. that are really good for me they're a very positive role model yeah. and outside of that i have you know i have pastors i have business owners that are really good friends of mine. You know, they're very high end, uh, very successful in the business world that, you know, I want, I'll invest maybe not maybe once a month or go to lunch, right? I have mentors. It, it's, so really it's like, once again, taking that schedule and really investing the right time and priority, right? Of course, if you're married, you want to invest in your wife, invest in your kids. It's always put them in priority. Uh, I, I have a couple of best friends that 
I like to invest in quite a bit. And then for business people, that, that, that flows, depending on what I need at the time for my business. Like tomorrow, I have a two-hour call with a person that's going to help us get on stages more so I can speak, get my brand out, right? And yesterday, I spent three hours with a, with a, with a social media expert, right? Mm-hmm. So that's three hours of my time yesterday, right? And so we're, we're looking to see we're going to work together. And so that, that doesn't happen every single week, right? But as life flows, as you're trying to create, you just listen to your gut feeling, listen to God and see which people you need to invest in. Because some of the things you need to invest in people to also see that's not the right person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You got to see it. Mm-hmm. You got to talk to them. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to know that until you actually spend time with them on the phone or in person to see what type of skill sets they have to get you to the next level. Because really what's it about, right? And so, yeah, one thing, Chris, I'm very, very picky of who I spend time with. Yeah. Because I get all the time, every day, hey, Kalani, can I take you to lunch? Can I take you to this? Can you do this? Hey, can you join this new MLM? Can you, you know what? And I, what I, I always say, I always remember what um, Steve Jobs said about building, micro, building uh, Apple. Mm-hmm. He says, Apple is successful today, not because of all the things we said yes to, mm-hmm. but all the thousands of things we said no to. Wow. So, I only say yes if it's going to get me to where I want to go. Yeah. And that's where the thing is. That's where I go back to your PPC fund, purpose, passion, calling. You got to get clarity on what that, what that actually is. And here's the thing. Your purpose and passion, it might scare you. Because, well, how do I make money doing this? I have a job that I hate. But I have this purpose and passion that's calling that I want to you know, build this online business. Or I want to build this dog business i want to build this other other business right that's your purpose your passion but you know what it's supposed to scare you right but just take it eat the elephant one chunk at a time yep. and you invest your time correct people that are going to help you yeah so you just got to be very wise with your time and who you and also if someone is not gonna uh if you at the rate of return is not going to be good for you mm-hmm. and your time you have to cut it off right away you have to stop investing that person. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, this is your second book. Yes. That you are, are launching. Can you tell us a little bit more about the first book and what was the process? About oh, writing yeah. It? First book was very, very healing. Uh, it was called Superhero Single Dad. Mm-hmm. Yes. What I wrote about was my life growing up. I wrote about how, you know, I, I was, you know, was a millionaire at one time that with, with the market crash in 2008, 2009, mm-hmm. I, went, I went down to nothing. Luckily, I was able to save my house, right? And so I built my wealth back up. You know, I, I, I built my practice as a, as a couple with my kids. Then I lost everything. Then I started building my wealth back up as a single dad. Mm. As a single dad, as a full-time single dad. Of, at that time, they're four-year-old twins, boy and a girl. Mm. It was like, whoa, it was really hard, Chris. But one thing it did is so amazing. Because I, 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 I'm so scared of having people watch my kids. So I, I took my kids to all my appointments. They learned about investing. They, they, they met all my clients. You know what happened? Amazing. Since my clients saw my kids and they saw what I was going through, that connection I built with my clients was so special. Because wow. they saw the struggle I was going through. They saw my kids. And they saw, and they saw I was a real person. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that actually took my, my business skyrocketed because of that. Wow. Interesting how... What the devil uses to try to destroy you, what God uses to actually uplift you and, and just catapult you. Yes. And so it was absolutely amazing. I didn't see it at the time because it was so hard. Oh, yeah. I look back, wow. Today, because 
the business I get, it's all referrals, literally. And I get big accounts, 300,000, 500,000 here, 800,000 here. It's like, it's, it's amazing. It's like nothing for me. <laughs> struggle for accounts like this, right? Like, like today, I just got an account for $190,000. Mm. Yeah, it's great. Very easy, right? <laughs> very, very, well, easy, very simple. Yes. Yes. When you're, when you're blessed, you know, and, and when, it, when, it is, when your business own you, you, you just get referrals and you get blessed even more. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I love it, man. So what was the decision to make this second book? When, when did you decide oh. I, I need to write a second book? Oh, because the first book was Superhero Single Dad. And I didn't really want to keep saying Superhero Single Dad. I wanted to be married one day, right? It's a very big of what you say you create. Yes. So that book actually took second place in the Christian Arts Award, which was really awesome. Wow. So uh, the cool thing is now, and I started learning, you know, I listened to Brendan Burchard at the time, yep. and he was saying, the brand you create, you're going to have to really, you have to, you have to run with that brand for the next five, six, seven years. And mm. it wasn't the brand that I really want to run with, Chris. Right. Right. It didn't really talk everything about me because Superheroes of that only talked about my life and building my wealth back up, but it mm. didn't talk about how investing so was was in my heart and in, in my blood. And so luckily, a friend of mine created this very high-end mastermind group that we'd be in Hollywood all the mm. time. There's five very successful entrepreneurs that she invited me and we'd meet every Thursday in Hollywood mm. at, uh, at Chateau Marmont, very nice restaurant where all the stars go to, right? Every Thursday meet in Hollywood for two hours and in this group was a guy named Clifton Anderson mm. he used to be the CFO of two billion dollar company and he was having trouble this is right right around 2015 right because my, my first book was published 2014 so 2014 I already 15 I already wanted to write this, this new book my, my real brand mm. and Clifton was having problems with his brand because he wanted to be a high-end coach so he came over to my house and we and it was so because you know when you're working your own brand, it's very it's hard to see. Yep. It's it's hard to see the beautiful part. It's hard to see the beauty in the painting if you're in it, right? Yep. So since he was in it, he couldn't see. So I was able to see what he needed, and we created an amazing brand for him, right? And then because it was my turn, mm -hmm. he goes, Kalani, you know, when I see you, I see something about you and investing in people's lives, like return on investment, return on life. Boom, return on life. Wow. Yeah, it was great wow. right there. So it, it totally resonated with me. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's it. But it took it took another five, six years to because I had there's some things I had to live out yeah. to put in to, to actually put into the, the book. Because right the book has you know seven life funds. Mm -hmm. And some of the life funds weren't even lived out yet to actually for me to write about it. It wasn't until maybe just two years ago where I was actually to live out each fund. Now it was, so it was finally finished. Uh, it was actually finished in January of 2019. Mm -hmm. We finally got it published, got created to where it was actually launched uh, just last month. And so yeah, it, was, it was amazing. And so, so now this is the brand I want to run with. This, mm -hmm. this is me. And so I'm so excited because now I'm, this is the year to really launch me and this brand onto stages. How to help people fill their life funds to activate the highest returns of their life to really have the best life they can have and be because you can you can't have everything you can't yeah. yeah so let's let's start diving into what what we need to know about the life funds the book man what what else should we know about like really getting those returns on life man how do we do that 
it's interesting because the what I was downloaded was each fund is actually starts with, with an H. Mm. The first fund is, is actually called your health fund. The health fund talks about your actual health, yeah. right? And luckily for me, I have some really good friends. His, his name is Dr. Douglas Harrington. He's a world-renowned uh, heart doctor. And his best friend was also a heart doctor and died of a massive heart attack right in front of him. A heart doctor died of a heart attack. Wow. Chris, I don't know if you know this or not, but did you know that most heart attacks, people that die from heart attacks, they have perfect cholesterol? They don't know that. Did you also know that most women die of heart attack? Yes. So Dr. Doug, he created, he spent about $30 million creating a new protocol. He actually has a test called the PULSE test, P-U-L-S test. So if you guys want to go, go to PULSETEST.com, P-U-L-S-TEST.com. He created a, a test that actually can pinpoint within a very precise accuracy if you're going to have a heart attack or a stroke in the next five years. This test has won awards. Now, thousands and thousands of doctors now give this test to their patients now to look. And it saved literally thousands of people's lives because the test today, the old test, didn't really, couldn't see the heart disease. This test can literally see the chance of having probably a heart attack or stroke in the next five years. It's wow. so, and we don't realize 80% of a heart disease is actually reversible if you get it early. Wow. So it, it's, it's amazing what this test has done. And that's, so that's number one fund is your health fund because if your health, if your heart is healthy, my gosh, you're going to be good, right? <laughs> yes. And so that's, that's the first fund. Was mm -hmm. the, the second fund is now the heart fund. This is the health fund, that's the heart fund, right? Okay. The heart fund, once again, what's in your heart to create? Okay. Everyone, when you were born, you had dreams, right? You had this purpose that was given to you, that's placed inside your head and your heart, and it's never left you. A lot of people listen to this, 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 this uh, podcast, or this, this call tonight, mm -hmm. you have this dream, and it's never left you. You might be working, making good money at this job, I, for a perfect example, I have a, a friend named, named Rena Bartolome. She had like eight mortgage offices. She was make, she owned like 30 properties. And she's, she was miserable. Mm. She realized she's, her whole life she wanted to sell jewelry. That's what she wanted to do. That's what her path she created. She wanted to create jewelry and sell jewelry. She left everything, left her mortgage business, left everything. She started all over again mm. from nothing. Today, her jewelry is over 200 stores. Yes, it's amazing. Dang. Just follow that passion. It'll be blessed, right? Mm. So that's what's, you guys, you can do it. Once again, take your 2% of your time, which is 202 minutes every single week, you invest in that purpose, passion, calling, right? And one of the next funds is actually now is your honey fund. Mm. Your honey, right? Your girlfriend, your spouse, your fiance, right? You got to learn their love language and you got to feed it. And most of the time, you know, you read that book, The Five Love Languages. You're, the, the person you fall in love with, they're not going to have the same love language. Right. right? It's going to be totally different. Yeah. So if you know their love language, you have to invest in their love language to yeah. really make sure and also and learn about. You know, one thing I just learned about is learn about uh, how we uh, we develop uh, we develop our um, uh, the ways we love as we get older. You have to really work on yourself to to really learn your insecurities. Mm -hmm. and, Bring them on to your partner, right? Mm -hmm. That way, it really be patient. And for men, you know, you gotta control that anger, mm -hmm. right? Also control that envy. 
because that can destroy relationships so fast. And so how do, how do you how do you invest in your honey, right? Your honey fund the correct way. Think about it. Two or two minutes, that's just a date night every week, yep. every two yep. You have to do it every week, at least do it once a month, yep. right? Yep. If you invest that way and you invest in the right love language, oh my gosh, it's amazing what you can create. Yeah. Plus it's, it's like that, that time there's all, all these areas of life that we could be working on together, whether it's health, yes. whether it's heart, whether it's, you know, whatever else there might be. Like me and my girlfriend, we sit down, we do a financial like accountability every week. We look at our finances wow. together. We, we communicate about that stuff. Right. So even that is like spending time together and having sometimes really tough conversations. Right. We do, we do weekly yes. reviews, relationship reviews that's focused on our relationship. So there's a ton of opportunities to do date nights, just like make it a priority, like you said, man. Only two percent. Yeah, Chris, that's amazing because that actually that's that behavior pattern right there is actually such a successful behavior pattern because you can have that's like that's like a uh, a wealth a, a wealth. You're actually investing in her, correct? You're investing in each other. Yeah. Right? Yep. That's amazing, amazing skill set you're developing for each other. Oh, having that, having that because think about it. Most people get divorced because of money. Yeah. Because they don't talk about it. You have an honest conversation without getting angry, yeah. without giving up your ego and pride. Because think about it, when you when you argue about money, it's all about ego and pride. Yep. Rid of that, boom, you can have a really you can connect at such a high level. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so which is great. So, and the next fund is the homie fund. Your homies. Yes. Right? How do you invest in your friends? Because at the end of the day, think of an example. Look at Robin Williams. Mm. I loved Mike when I heard he passed away. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh, I was, he was one of my favorite. He was, he was, he was wealthy. He was yeah. loved. Yeah. He was cherished, but you know, it's interesting. I mean, what caused him to actually take his own life? Mm. Right. And so, you know, how do you invest in your friends? Mm. Because at the, at, the end of, at the end of the end of your life, it's really the relationships you build are really worth millions of dollars. Right. And so I wouldn't give it up for anything. Right. And so that was that's also like a love language, right? What is love language is, you know, quality time. If that's your love language, you got to invest that, right? Mm -hmm. So, so that's that's one of the fun, Chris. And then, and what, before you before you jump into the next one, I love that you said the love language about the homies because you can do it for your spouse, but if you know the love language of your friends, like yes. that's that's influence gold. Saying yes. like, hey, if we're gonna be spending this time together, what is the best way that I can serve you? I can love you. I can be here with you that you yes. love to experience. Like everyone, everyone who's everyone. important to us, we need to learn their love language, how they see the world, yes. and how we can like give them love, man. Completely. Yeah. Anybody with your kids, like I have twins, right? A boy and a girl. Completely different. My yep. son, my son's quality time. He needs quality time. He wants to spend time with me. Yeah. My daughter is encouraging words, right? She needs that. The, the things I say to her, I could destroy her, right? But I can actually be hard on my son. It doesn't bother him. It bothers the quality time with them. Wow. And so you have to find out. And there's a great book that you know, five language, five love languages for teenagers. Ooh. Yeah, it's a great book. You should also read that for the ones who have young kids. You can read yeah. that. Wow. And, and, and love language has changed because when I was younger, I actually, my love language was, was encouraging words. Hmm. I actually, right now, my love language is acts of service. I love doing things for people. Wow. And when people do things for me, I feel so loved, Chris. It's a, That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Dude, that's gold. Okay, so we have, I uh, just want to recap. We have health. We have heart, we have honey, we have homie. What is the fifth one? 
Yeah, and then the, the next house is actually your, going back to the kids, is your home life fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, what is your, how do you miss in your home? Yeah. Because right? right now, you know, like I'm a single dad. My kids are they're 16 years old. It's, it's interesting because we're not, as, we're not as close as we used to be because why? They want to have their friends now. They want independence, man. Yeah, they want their independence. It's like, wow. So I'm having, having a little separation anxiety right now. <laughs> I talk to all my other parents, friends. It's completely normal. And one thing my mentor, Dude Dela Cruz, when I was younger, just building my financial firm, you know, this before I even had kids, he said, and my, and the mom of my kids was actually pregnant at the time, he says, you know, Kalani, you're going to appreciate the car rides with your kids. Wow. Because those car rides, Chris, are magical. The, those are the actual times when my kids actually talk to me. Those car rides, those 15-minute car rides are just gold, right? Yeah. Important to them. They're important to me, right? Yeah. And so that's where... I always wanted to be Chris. This is one thing. One of my agents was talking to another one of my agents, and my agent Jared was complaining to his to the other agent. He was saying, "Yeah, you know what? My parents were never there for me when I was growing up." This other agent said, "You know what, Jared? I didn't have that life. My parents were always there for me growing up." And this is interesting, Chris. This is when my kids were just little. That statement literally developed my life because all I want to do is my kid grow up. I just wanted to say daddy was there. Wow. Right. Wow. So Chris, I was, no matter how hard it was for me, I always took my kids to school. I always picked them up. Wow. Always. I never, I always wanted, because I never had that. I never really saw my parents growing up. They're never around. And I, and, and those that the, the, I'm telling you, be, being there for them for those, those two car rides was amazing. I never missed a practice, never missed a game. Because my parents never came to my games. They were always working. And so I know how that feels. I want to support them, right? So that's why the home life fun. How you invest in your home, right? Some of you guys might not have a great home right now, but you know what? Take the time. You can do it, right? Just eat the elephant one chunk at a time, right? right. Yeah. And so, so that's number five, that's five funds, right? Yep. And so now, actually, there's eight funds, but I'll go. <laughs> the, the, the next fund is actually now your 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 um your your financial house fund is home that house mm-hmm. house fund now i talk about hey investing people don't realize this chris there's actually two tax codes tax code 101 and tax code 7702 if you're gonna invest your money where do you want to invest your money do you want to invest into a fund that's taxed now mm-hmm. tax later or tax never tax never <laughs> Right? You actually need a combination of all three to actually have a complete plan because yeah. tax now actually gives you liquidity. Tax later gives you tax deduction. But tax later is where you want the bulk of the money. Yeah. Those two tax codes allow your money to go tax-free. Yeah. So talk about, hey, building your financial house. If you're going to build your financial house, why don't you put the, the chunk of your money into a tax-free account? That way, when you do you know, retire, you don't have to worry about taxes. Right. So your financial house, right? Mm. Yes. And then the next fund is actually called the humanitarian fund. Mm. So once you make all the money, how are you going to give back? And Chris, in my book, I talk about this guy named John Odie. When I was, when I suffered my bankruptcy in 2009, I was distraught. And so one thing I, did, I didn't realize this, but every Friday, actually every Friday, mm-hmm. I would volunteer my time at this place called Grateful Hearts. Mm. What they would do, they would get you going around and and pick up the, you know, the, when the food is about to expire, the meat and the bread yep. and the milk, 
they'll go around and pick up all the expire, expiring meat and produce from the six different grocery stores, and they would bring it into Grateful Hearts. We would package it up and give it to give it to people who were, didn't have much. And Chris, it breaks my heart every week to see who was in line. Veterans are in line. Single moms are in line. Oh my gosh, you would not like. Why are you in line? They don't even have food. They're so grateful. They're some of the best people in the world, right? I gotta tell you. Every Friday, I had to go back into the bathroom to start crying because I was still breaking my heart, right? And so, but one thing I learned from there is when you actually give your, when you're feeling depressed and down, the best thing you can do to snap out of it is help someone else less fortunate. Yeah. Volunteer your time. And that healed me, wow. right? And so that, that would, you know, I'd be going to uh, get, getting the healing room, getting prayer in the morning, and I'd go volunteer. It's like, wow, this is awesome. I'm really becoming a better man, better person. Because, I'm curious, Kalani, how would you how would you recommend our audience finds those great opportunities to volunteer at? How how do they find that on their? Uh, and if you can, yeah, go to go to gratefulhearts.com. Okay. You can go. There's so many charities out there that you can just volunteer your time, and it will heal you. Literally, mm. heal you. If you're depressed, you're you're you're, you're taking action for one. Mm. And other things, you're seeing people who are grateful and they have nothing, nothing, Chris. Yeah. They're happy. Mm-hmm. Right? They're, they're as happy as they can be. Where you know. You were complaining about, you know, I got this $5,000 house. I got to pay 5,000 square foot house. I got to pay for every single month, right? <laughs> about that. It's like, geez, right? It's like, man, terrible. There, yeah, right? Geez, it's crazy. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I complain about getting too many clients. It's like, mm-hmm. geez, right? And so these people just, they just want to be loved. They want to be, they, they want to feel like there's somebody. You can pour into their lives, you know? And so, and that's where I, that, that, the humanitarian, but how, how much are you giving away? And this is where I met John Odie. Mm. It's so interesting how I met him because he would help me bag the groceries. And Chris, the reason why I call him the richest man in the world, because I get to know John very well. Every Friday we get together and bag groceries for everybody. And one day I was, uh, I was speaking, I was doing it. I was speaking for a, for a company. And there's a, there's a place called the Toyota Museum in Torrance. We have they all they have all the old, old Toyotas in the museum, mm-hmm. and I was speaking there to to about a couple hundred people, and they had dinner that night. Mm-hmm. So I invited, hey John, I want you to come to where I'm speaking, so you can actually have dinner, right? And and actually it was May 30th, and John it was my birthday, mm-hmm. and John gave me this really raggedy white envelope. He wrote a letter in the envelope. He says, happy birthday, Kalani, my brother in Christ. He gave me a $5 bill. And John, I started crying. If you don't realize this or not, I forgot to tell you, John Oni was actually homeless. Mm-hmm. He was living in his car. And here he is. He took the time to find an old, dilapidated you know, envelope, yeah. put a little note on a piece of paper that was really dirty. He gave me $5. That's the last $5 he had. Richest man in the world to me. I was like choking up before I went on stage. I'm like, wow. That guy is he gave back to me. Right? So what can you do? It doesn't take much to give back. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Right? People go, oh, when I have this, I'm gonna give 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 back. No, you be now and you you yeah, you be, do have. Be that person, you'll do it, then you'll have it. Not the other way around, right? Go, I have it, then I'll do it, then I'll be it. No, be, do, have, right? Yeah. That's your humanitarian fund. 
Yeah, and and uh, just to, to like reiterate that, I think in the Bible it even says Jesus talks about the woman who, I don't know if she gave like a couple coins or something to him or, yes. or something like that. And like, and he said she gave more than every other rich person who only yes. gave a percentage because that was like all, all that she had, you oh, know? So yeah. it's like the willingness to give our give best everything. stuff to people, like yes. that is, it is, it is a demonstration of our connection with the divine, like our, our, our infinite being because material stuff, that all leave us when we're gone but you know like what what are we going to leave behind in our generosity and how we made people feel you know exactly exactly I love Chris, the last fund is the higher power fund mm. and so very interesting because people cannot tell me that prayer does not work mm. the higher power fund is about prayer yeah. and so let me give you this, this is a true story my brother tried to commit suicide five times chris Five times. Wow. And I got to tell you, each time he was actually, at the last four times, he actually was dead. And I literally prayed over him and asked Jesus to give him one more time, one more chance. And boom, within minutes, he like revived from the dead, man. Dude. It's absolutely amazing. I don't care. You know, we can have debate. We can always agree to disagree. There is a higher power out there. Once you access this higher power, and especially access it with, with your purpose, passion, and calling, mm -hmm. you have faith. Mm -hmm. Man, faith can literally move mountains. Now my brother, because I can, I have, now my brother actually, I go, Ray, you need to start talking about that because five times, Ray, you, you didn't take you. You have a purpose here. My brother is an amazing, uh, non, non, he's an amazing uh, writer, science fiction writer. He's an amazing writer. You know what? You're supposed to write a book. You're supposed to go speak about your, your about, because he would tell me, because Clay, I don't even know what I'm, I don't, I don't even know what I'm trying to commit suicide. It would just happen. You know, that's like a demon taking over him, right? Man. And so now he finally posted the first time, well, the first time he committed suicide on Facebook. Wow. So now, I told him, guys, that's the thing. When you keep we keep these, when you keep your shame a secret, mm. it destroys you. Mm. Once you start talking about it, it becomes your 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 million dollar testimony because now your shame, when you start talking about it into a testimony, mm. it, it, it unlocks everyone else. While it unlocks everyone else, what happens to you, you're freed now from it. Yeah. Now it no longer becomes shame. Now it becomes inspiration for you to inspire others. And now you're free because you shed light on it. You let everyone else into your, in, into your pain. And then your shame goes away. Now it becomes inspiring where other people now are released and transformed to their purpose, passion, and calling. It's amazing. It's amazing that what that, that higher power fund, if you invest in it, just invest in it, right? Yeah, you don't have to have... Uh, you know, a perfect prayer, just, yeah. just talk, right? Yeah, it's it's like the seeking, right? It's it's honest, yes. sincere seeking of a relationship with whatever that higher power is, right? God, source, yes. creator, universe, whatever you want to call it, like Mother Nature. We don't. It doesn't matter. Yes. But it, yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah, it's this bigger, bigger entity that I feel like if we give it reverence, then our lives are better. Our, like. We don't have to pretend like we're in control of the entire world of the entire universe. Like that's not our job here. Our job is to like live our gifts, our purpose, our passion, our calling and share that with people, man. Yes. Yes. Completely. Yes. 
And look, the, the, the life funds are, you know, everyone, you, everyone here, you're going to have different funds where there, some, some life funds are more funded than others. Right. right. But just take a look at it. And you know the saying, the truth is like, sir, it hurts, but it heals you. But you know, take an inventory of where your life funds are at. Because some, some of the life funds, you're not even investing at all. Mm. And you're going to go bankrupt, right? You're not getting a rate of return at all. Mm. And I, I see it all too often. I, have, I know doctors, they're out of shape. Yeah. Doctors. Yep. Right? I know some financial advisors that are broke, mm-hmm. right? And so it, it's interesting, right? And so I know people who sell real estate, but don't even own any real estate. <laughs> so it's very, it's interesting. And so just take stock of where you are. And there's no judgment. You know what? If you want to get to where you need to be, just once again, eating the elephant one step at a time, one, one bite at a time. Invest, take your 2% every week, invest in those life funds that are not being funded and watch. In 12 months, oh my gosh, you can create an amazing life. Think about it. What would it be like to have all life funds fully funded gosh then you have this peace right that's all we want we want peace yeah right that's all we want you've met people that have peace right i want what he has that peace yeah it's just a little bit every week you know just focusing on let's say the 220 minutes in each of these areas like and that that is watering the garden that is pruning the weeds that is doing the the basics that creates the great life but we just we got to dedicate ourselves commit decide and follow through and execute on whatever that is put in our schedule execute on it ask for support if we need it whatever we need and it's it's not even it's not even 200 it's actually 202 minutes it's not even 202 minutes every week it's every two weeks Mm. yeah Mm. look live your life in in 26 chunks yeah chunks and you can do it. You can, you can invest in every life fund every 14 days. You can definitely do it. It's not that hard. You can do it. I'm, I'm, I'm living proof you can actually do it, right? You can have it all. Yes. You can have your health. You can have your loved one. You can have your friends. You can have your kids. You can have it all. Yes. Yes, you might be out of balance here and there. But you know what? At least now you're aware where you are. Because anything, what, what, what's the thing? You know, alcoholics don't give, don't give up drinking until they realize they're an alcoholic. Right, so if you have a problem, it's yeah. okay, right? Yeah, well, just you invest and watch. Yeah, and now once you're consistent, oh man, amazing things can happen. You can literally lead an army, you can attain every dream possible. Tony, I want to I want to dive into just real quick the distinction between these areas of life, right? And taking these small bite-sized actions and like the psychology of performance. You know, you you work so much with with Tony Robbins and and achieving extreme levels of of achievement, right? Like how yeah. what where do these two mix? Cuz what you're sharing it sounds it sounds so simple. It's like, well, is that is it really that easy, man? <laughs> you know, that's a great question, Chris, cuz you know what? That's that's the problem. There, I call it the spirit of performance. Yeah. And that actually could actually kill you wow. because we're so focused on performing, 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 right. performing, right? And oh, and that's mm. that, that actually becomes your idol because I got to perform at a high level because I had that disease. Mm. I'd always have to be number one. Yeah. If I was number one, Chris, I'd be miserable. I mean, I'd be number two, number 10. Number, I still have, I still make great money, but since I'm number one, mm. I would literally, I would, I went on these trips, right? right. I go on these trips. I, you didn't even want to hang around me because I was, I was a miserable fool because I was number one. Yeah, I think I've been complaining. I was like, no wonder no one want to be my friend, right? 
<laughs> I want all these sales trips, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I only feel good. I only feel good if I was number one. It was so dumb. Mm. I just, I, so, so for the audience listening, yeah. be careful mm. about that spirit of performance, right? Mm. One thing, just go with the flow. You just be present, right? Because if one, one thing I realized, the faster you go, the more anxiety you're going to create. Wow. Just slow down. Yeah. Go slow to go fast. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So true. I know a lot, some of the biggest builders of companies, mm-hmm. right? And that's what they say. Go slow, mm-hmm. go fast. Because you got you to grow the company, to grow your brand. You have to really be, be take a lot of effort in the beginning. Yeah. But as you, then you can start scaling it. It's easy to scale it once you actually have the right parts. But if you're going too fast, you're always trying to fix it. Mm. You can't scale it while you're fixing it, right? Mm. So I love it. Come on, this, yeah. this is gold, man. It's been super powerful. Let's tell yes. people how they can stay connected with you. How do they get the book? What do they do next? Yeah, please, if you can, you know, visit me on, on Facebook, Kalani Vale, or go to www.returns, returns with an S, mm-hmm. returnsonlife.com. You can get my book, right? You can get me, you can get a hold of me. You can call me for some coaching. If we're speaking, 949-933-6618. Once again, 949-933-6618. And my website is returns with an S online.com. Thank you very much, Chris. I am honored to be here. I am humbled that you actually do this. Thank you so much, man. I'm I'm so stoked to see this brand and this empire, this impact grow for you and also to see you just keep showing up and be the best dad that you can be for those kids. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow, and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.